It's Kitchen Table Spirituality, a frenetic and chaotic evening devotional. Only kidding. This is a time for you to relax, be calm, drink your tea, and be the joy that you need to be in this moment. I'm, John- <laughs> I'm Jonathan Malone. I'm here with Pastor Charlie Eastman. He calmly and serenely pastors the Pilgrim Congregational Church in Southboro, Massachusetts. And he effervescently presides over the First Baptist Church in East Greenwich, Rhode Island, Someday. where I can't go right now. I know. Oh, wait. Are we not oh, taking... Massa- Massachusetts is blech right now. It's awful. Nine, think... nine days, ten days in a row with rising cases. Yeah, yeah, I didn't or... think Rhode Island was much better, but it's nice to know where... Yeah, apparently Rhode Island reached their, I can't take this mask anymore phase before we did and got uh... through it. Yeah. But we are entering the, I can't take this mask anymore phase. And so we're suffering. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Here's, here's to team hurting. Yeah. Hooray. Boy. But well, am I worried? <laughs> no. How are you doing, Charlie? I'm great. I'm great. I'm still, I'm still celebrating in the afterglow of our pumpkin carving, which went right. so well. I'm getting ready for Consecration Sunday. Oh, yeah. We're in the midst of our stewardship time. We've got some... Big changes uh, on the horizon here, and it's been really exciting to think about. I'm also starting to think about what it means to worship online again, now that we might get, mm. you know, Governor Baker just set us kind of back another step, it, it feels like. And yep. although churches... Here's a tough one. Mm-hmm. When your church isn't required to follow the guidelines, should you follow them anyway as a good citizen of your, of your city? Why do churches right. keep getting exemptions when businesses keep getting cut back? And what does that mean? Anyway, a, a conversation yeah. for another time, I guess. Yes, yeah, that's right. I was going to say something that would probably be inflammatory towards some people, <laughs> certain religious persuasions. Perhaps. So, um, right. so the 22nd is your Consecration Sunday, right? Indeed it is. We're doing drive-up pledge cards. People Excellent. can drive to the church, parade around, and put their pledge card in the basket. It's going to be fun. Oh, that's great. That's great. Uh, did you chunk chuck any of the pumpkins that you carved? I neither chunked nor chucked any of them. Is that a thing? Is well, that there's a Rhode pumpkin Island chunking. Thing? Um, it's a you can go to pumpkin farms and and like they may have a trebuchet of sorts and you chuck the pumpkins and oh 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 a trebuchet yeah that's fantastic for that yeah and and there are places where they make have competitions to see who can design the most efficient or the best pumpkin chucker. Oh, my. And you have to bring it and rebuild it there and set it up and everything. That's a yep. big deal. Yeah. Trebuchets are not portable siege works. Right, right. Well, I mean, they, these are... they are, but they take time. Right. Yeah, yeah. You need to have a good um, um, group of people to make that work. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and every time, I've never done it, but if I ever were to, I would carve the best faces in those pumpkins before I chuck them. Yeah, would exactly. Would they be terrified yeah, Charlie, Charlie just made the, the face. That was, that was podcast gold right there. Just let's all make faces <laughs> right now. Yeah. What are you going to do? Well, good. It's, I'm glad to hear things are going well. You have some exciting things in the work. That's, that's great. Yeah. And, uh, How about East Greenwich? Things are, things are also going well at East Greenwich. Uh, we, uh, the governor has asked religious, places of religious worship to pull back with uh-huh. our in-person worship for the next two weeks. Uh, you so mean last to, to week, not have in-person worship? Well, to do, go as close to that as possible. Wow. Uh, okay. It's a recommendation. That's taken and it seriously. It is. It is. And so I, you know, I sent out an email. And again, I want to encourage people to please um, uh, join us with worship online um, mm-hmm. this week as well. This would be November 8th. 
uh, you, you know, if you have to be there, you, you're going to need to wear a mask, you're going to need to sanitize, stay distant, yeah. all that stuff. But we What's really recommend you stay What's the preferred format for worship inside for your church? Is it, uh, for worship online, rather, is it a Zoom worship? Is it just uh, a broadcast of Facebook? What do you do? It's Facebook, Facebook Live. Got it. And that, that works. So it seems it, to be the most friction-free approach, and I yeah. know not everybody has a Facebook account, but that's... Well, but you don't need one to watch... Uh, to watch. To watch, so we send but out the But if you want link. to interact, you need yeah, to you have can't, an account to Yeah, comment. so then you're just kind of eavesdropping. You're, it's a voyeuristic mm. worship experience if you're doing Come it. Come be a creepy lurker <laughs> at worship, or maybe not. Yeah, boy, that's a... So we have that. This upcoming Sunday, we're doing our All Saints Sunday. Mm-hmm. I pushed it back one that's week. That's right. I remember yeah, that because we wanted to have a little breather, and um, so, folks, if uh, I, I'm taking your uh, words and witness of testimony of people that you've lost, uh, said it's a single word or phrase. I'll just share that word or phrase. I'm not going to say who it came from, and I'm not going to say who it's about. But throughout the service, I'll be sharing your witnesses of you know of the people that we've lost in the past year, and for many of us beyond that, we we carry grief for for some time. So that's coming up on the eighth, and I think. That's it. We had a wonderful cereal collection. We uh, we actually collected more this year than we did last year, which Woo-hoo. is fantastic. And this month we are doing a coat drive. So if you have winter coats for children and teens, start collecting them. We'll let you know when we'll when we're going to have a drop off for that. But that is for Camp Street Ministries in Providence. Wonderful. I think that's it. Is that it? Yeah, that's enough. Yeah, right? and after two snowstorms, coat drive feels relevant. Yeah. Wow. Well, last night wasn't a storm, but we did get another dusting. Oh, you did? Yeah. We we didn't. We're south of, south of you, so we're still... Yeah. I'm on the 495 hub, which is not exactly the snow belt that Worcester's in, but mm. sometimes we do get a bit of snow. And I live next to a pond, so we say it's pond effect snow, oh, pond? which is not, oh, a, nice. not a thing, but we say it anyway. <laughs> we say a lot of things that aren't a thing in our house. Well, that, you know... That, that's what keeps life... Well, especially, you know, you've been in your house with your family for, oh, oh eight months now. Yeah. And that's, I imagine there true. are times when you're stepping on each other's toes or... <sighs> you know, and, and now that we're back at school, the kids are fretting about assignments and what they've gotten done and what they haven't. Right. And uh, we're dealing with some big changes uh, in our home and other issues. So it's been, it's been uh, interesting. It's been... And, and also a little... Anxiety producing. A little anxiety. Thank you for picking that up. I set you up. You took it nicely, Charlie. Oh, good. I'm, I'm all, yeah. There's, there's kind of a lot to be anxious about right now. I mean, we are recording mm-hmm. on November 3rd. Yeah. Which this year is election day. Indeed. And for those that are listening that have been glued to their Facebook accounts, getting all the latest updates, mm. shame on you. Go find a real news source. Yeah, seriously. Ugh. I'm actually, I'm going to, um, I, I tried, did a practice run yesterday. I only checked the news. Well, in the morning, I listened to NPR, and then in the evening, I checked. And I didn't look at the news the rest of the day, and I'm going to really try to do that today as well. I think based on record numbers of mail-in ballots, you can watch all day today, and you're not going to know what happened. Right. Yeah, we're not going to So know. give yourself the gift of... Well, it's too late now. You're only hearing this on Wednesday, but yeah. I hope you gave yourself the gift of not staying glued to returns, because early returns is just... There's only two words that that relates to. Ad sales. 
The people who are giving you early returns are doing nothing but selling ads so that you will stay online and or on front of your TV watching. So, oh, I hope you gave it a rest. Yeah. So, Charlie, what do you do when you get anxious? Oh, boy, what do I do? Well, you know, I'm I'm a particular person in a particular vocation. So the first Mm -hmm. thing I do is I close my eyes. I breathe in through my nose Mm. and out through my mouth, and I try to seek a calm enough center to go to God in a spirit of prayer. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. That's, wow. That's the first thing I do. Just close my, wherever I am, you know, I'm holding the wheel of the car. I just close my eyes. (laughs) Hopefully you put the car in park or something like that. No, but if it's safe to do so, I close my eyes wherever I am. If I'm standing in the line at the post office and people are arguing Mm. and it's, it's just been one of those seasons... Yeah. I close my eyes. I breathe in through my nose, long deep breath, and out through my mouth, long deep breath. I do that as many times as I can to wow. just find my center, and mm-hmm. and then I often follow it up with a little positive self talk. This well, is all easy to do yeah. when when everything is going smoothly, right? Well, especially if the anxiety is external. Hmm. Yeah, that's right. You know, we, I like that image of the, some other people in the post office are getting angry at each other, and you feel that, and you feed on that, and to say, like, I'm not going to let that control me. I'm going to keep that's that right. external. Yeah. But you know, but on the other hand, um, this morning, we had a, a textbook example of me thinking I was speaking into the microphone and not hearing anything. Mm. And so I tried it with different microphones and it didn't work. I tried it with different microphone cables and it didn't work. I shut everything down and turned everything on again and it didn't work. I stopped the software and restarted it. I checked my settings. Nothing was working until I identified just one mundane missed connection. But poor Jonathan is trying to communicate with me through this and I'm getting more and more frustrated. I can't see. I can't figure out what's going on. And finally, what did I do? I closed my eyes, I breathed in through my nose and out through my mouth. I looked down at my interface and realized what I had done wrong. And it was just getting out of myself, out of my own way long enough to be able to handle things. Yeah. That sounds like a moment that gives you a real sense of perspective. Perspective is, yeah, often. And when you talk about external anxiety versus internal anxiety, your, your internal anxieties are often the ones that you can't manage very well. Mm-hmm. They just oh, and I'm sorry. I just need to make a quick note. Yeah. Um, the the drywallers are in my house, oh. so you're going to hear squeaking and banging throughout my part of the recording. And if I okay. can mute it and prevent that from happening, I will. <laughs> I wish I had a good drywall joke, but um, yeah, I don't. I've, I got nothing. Yeah. So um, when it's internal to you, back to anxiety. When it's yeah. internal to you, that's much more difficult to manage because often with external anxiety producers, you can remove yourself from the situation. Right. Right. But you can't remove yourself from yourself. Most of us haven't reached that seventh level <laughs> vegan level. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a transcendentalism that I, I still don't quite Hoo-wee. understand. Uh, what do I, you do for anxiety? Um, oh, actually, let's back up. Yeah. If you're willing to share, what, oh. what are the principal causes of your anxiety, Jonathan? Well, it, it depends on the day. Um, hmm. You know, I, I think, you know, I, of course, the politics makes me very anxious, which is why yeah. I've been trying hard and I will be trying hard today to not watch the news a lot um, or tomorrow because those are things I just really can't control. Um, 
uh, and then, you know, work-related things. I worry about people. I worry about the health of the church. I worry about how we're doing. Um, worry about my family. Uh, and, and then, you know, I worry about, you know, how am I doing? So all these worries mm-hmm. start to come. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, some of them I can control, but others it's, it, it's often future, either future-focused mm-hmm. or something I can't do anything about. Yeah, it's funny. We've all been steeped in this uh, this textbook serenity prayer by Reinhold Niebuhr mm-hmm. that, that talks so explicitly about what we can control and what we can't control. Right. And and yet even those of us that know the entire prayer mm-hmm. uh, can't activate on it a lot of the time. And that might be part of where anxiety comes from is a sense of things we cannot control. Mm. Uh, and Definitely. And, and, that I, I really appreciate your, your calming, your breathing. That, that's a really wonderful thing to do. Um, mm. I find that there are times I'm not as deliberate about that as you. I'm, I'm going to learn from you. Uh, mm. but, but there are moments when the anxiety is really getting high. I do kind of stop and breathe and say, all right, hold on. What's going on here? Yeah. Um, and try to get a little more perspective and have an understanding of why it is I'm feeling the way I feel. Mm-hmm. I, I do try to do a lot of preventative care. Hmm. And, What's and that look like? So it's it's daily um, prayer and meditation mm-hmm. uh, is a big part of that. So it, it's kind of calming my own mind, starting the day with that exercise uh, and oh, yeah. and yeah. other kind Move. of self care practices. Mm-hmm. You know, things that are that are good for you to do for yourself. Uh, music for me is a big thing, or reading, or just taking that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, to take care of myself so that because the anxiety I think it does build and build and build and build and if we do nothing it will explode yeah I think these are all great strategies for quieting the mind yeah getting out of the I don't know who said this first but the monkey mind the monkey brain oh, that I primal know. part of your brain that is easily distracted that's right. that's focused on threat detection um, one of one of the ways to short circuit that process is to be constantly looking at whatever electronic device you carry that reminds you mm-hmm. that you're so important in the world. Um, the more time you spend flipping and scrolling, I believe, yeah. um, is, is time that your mind doesn't get to quiet. And the way to focus a mind and get it quiet, in my experience, is to stop trying to do so many things at once. So if you flip onto Facebook and you start looking at, oh, who said what nasty thing about some meme you posted, right. you start carrying that in your mind. And then right. you flip over to Instagram. And Instagram, you didn't get enough likes on your pretty picture that you put up. And so that starts bothering you. Is anyone listening? You're still carrying the angry comment on Facebook, but now you're carrying this one. Then you flip on the news. The guy that you can't stand more than anybody in, in public life has now said another stupid thing that you can't stand the logic of. And now all three of those are spinning through your mind. So what do you do? You flip back to another page or you watch a stupid YouTube video. Your mind never gets a breath. Right. It yeah. never gets a chance to just focus. And so these activities that you described, like if you can work out without an external uh, audio source, mm-hmm. or if you can focus on a piece of music, I mean, mm-hmm. listen to it, yeah. or if you can read. Reading is one of the easiest ones that many of us know how to do. Um, and people who say they don't read, I always feel a little, um, n- uh, not superior, not, not, mm. not like... But they're missing something. They are seriously missing something. If you think you can't read, then for goodness sake... 
train your brain right. to like calm people, down enough. Yeah. It's like people who say they don't eat apple pie. Exactly. Like, why you would just you... got to work that. Yeah. That's not Unless living. you're allergic to apples. But oh, read well, yeah, a paragraph yeah. a day. Yeah. Just start with a paragraph a day. One paragraph of anything you like to read. Sports Illustrated, Car and Driver, uh, The Bible, um, a novel that you found on the shelf. Just one right. paragraph a day. If you read one paragraph a day... Mm-hmm. Then someday, after a paragraph a day, you will look at that book and it'll be finished. And you'll have given your mind yeah. that gift of focused, quiet time that's so essential to how we used to operate. And, and I, frankly, to sound curmudgeonly, I, I think it's something that we need to return to. I, I agree. Uh, and I, of course, am more in favor of, of reading non-electronic devices. But, fine. Yeah. But, you know, fine. Good electronic point. devices work too. That's that. That's a preference thing. There's Shall electronic I, devices and electronic yeah. devices. If you have an yeah. e-reader that doesn't yeah. have a good web browser, that's a good choice. Yeah, that is. Because that kind of firewalls you into the material. So I use a Kindle reader. Nice. You could use a Nook if they still make those. Kobos, there's all kinds. <laughs> yeah. Um, can and I, then, uh, of course, paper. Yeah. Can, I, can I offer some scripture? Oh, I'd love it. Yeah. So Psalm 46. Psalm 46 starts off with, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth should change, though the mountains shake in the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble with its tumult. And then a little bit further, I'm going to skip a couple verses. I know that's not the best, Mm -hmm. but, you know, read the whole thing on yourself. Verse 10, this is the kicker. Be still. And know that I am God. God. I'm exalted among the nations. I'm exalted in the earth. Be still and know that I am God. I love that this psalm starts with reminding us that God is our refuge, our strength, our present help in trouble. Because as we said, anxiety comes out of this sense of fear or worry, especially around things we cannot control. So right. So How How can you know God is God without being still? Yeah. If you can't give God that even moment, people that tell me they're not they're not into faith or not whatever are are so often people that will not dare. I don't know if they fear it or if they're anxious about about the prospect, but right. just not taking a moment to just shut your mouth, mm-hmm. stop acting like you're the center of the universe, and have a moment where you're still. Just still. Yeah. One of my favorite sites these days, I know it's corny, but now that we've been getting back out, uh, we're apparently going back in now, but when, when we were getting back out mm. uh, in, after the throes of the pandemic, I loved walking by a cafe and seeing someone yeah. sitting at a cafe, staring at a cup of coffee or looking around them mm. and just doing not a blessed thing. Yeah. You don't see that Man, often. what a gift. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the time that our, our modern technology gives us the space right. to not have to work all day, to not have to live at a subsistence culture right. where we're constantly scavenging or growing or tending food. We can have these moments. Do we give them to ourselves? And this is so circling back to mm-hmm. your original point: that grounding, yeah, that that sense of grounding. Uh, what does Jesus do when it all gets to be too much? Uh, he throws a tantrum, I think. He yells of at the disciples. Of course he, says, he does. I, he no. punches, he kicks. Yeah, he punches, he kicks. He, he yeah. tears down the drywall. Yep. Um, nope. He, no, what he goes is, off what and prays. He, 
goes off and prays. Jesus knows that solitude and silence are some of the key tools. And who lived a more intense ministry of a more productive period than him? I can't right. imagine anyone. And, and the ways that, that people, that there are different ways that works for different people. I've recently taken up journaling. I have not been able to journal for years and years and years. It just didn't mm. connect. And then this year, uh, for some reason, it did. You know, mm-hmm. and maybe in another year, it won't. What but goes in your journal and how much do you write, if I may ask? I set a timer for 20 minutes. Ooh, okay. And um, I just do a stream of consciousness, but it's, it's different from when I do silent prayer because then I'm just, the thoughts come and they go and I think about others. That is me saying, here's where I am. Here are the things I'm wrestling with. Here's the things mm-hmm. I'm worried about. And it's really putting it out there. And, and writing with pen to paper as well, it mm-hmm. slows me down. Um, yep, there's yep. a tactile feel to it. Um, but yeah, so in, and 20 minutes is really enough time for me. Got it. Sounds so, great. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I think sometimes people get into journaling and they try and, uh, I've got to do three pages or it doesn't count. Or There, there was a book yeah. that came out a few years ago, the, several years ago, mm. The Artist's Way, where you were supposed to journal for, I think, three full pages in the morning to get things flowing. Oh. And for some people, it was amazing. Yeah. But for a whole bunch of others, it was crushing. Yeah. Because when they yeah. didn't hit their three pages, they walked around with guilt all day, which is another great invitation to right. anxious feeling. Yeah. The, the things we do to take care of ourselves should not add to our anxiety. Ideally. Ideally, yeah. yeah. But that kind of grounding that you talk about, I, I keep trying to circle to this point yeah. and I short circuit myself, that that maintenance yep. that you're doing by saying, if if I can, if you dig a well deep enough, then it, it always has water in it. Mm. And so if you if you just give yourself that gift of a deeper sense of presence and awareness, then when troubles come, you're in such a better position to deal with them and to face the anxiety. And I I don't think it's any, it won't be a surprise that when when folks, when you're listening to this this week, we're going to be anxious about politics and we're going to continue to be anxious for the next couple of weeks and months. That's part of life. Um, some will be happy, some won't be, but we'll all have anxiety. We're going to continue to be anxious because this virus is not going away anytime soon. Mm-hmm. So we've got to um, be proactive in, in doing that, yeah, that maintenance and, and that grounding. Yeah. Um, but I want to address... Yeah, go ahead. I want to address one other piece of anxiety that we haven't really... Yeah. Uh, we talked about external. This is, this is definitely an external anxiety, but I just mm-hmm. want to address the societal anxiety that some people get. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's within a particular system, like uh, there are anxious churches, there are anxious yeah. places of business that's rampant right now. Yeah. There's also just that general anxiety that, that kind of looks at individuals and says, why aren't you anxious enough? Mm. You should be more anxious. And basically what that is, is someone outside you projecting their anxiety onto you when you may not have it. Yeah. And so I want to say to you, you have everyone's permission, mine included, to not be anxious. There is not a general level of anxiety that you must attain in order to be considered a functioning adult. Right. That's, right. that's not necessary. This is one societal pressure that you can flout with impunity. Just forget it. No. Where people used right. to be anxious about things, where they used to get out of bent out of shape... 
this is one of my mantras for funerals now and for mm. weddings. I tell people when they say, when they seem to have anxiety about a particular aspect of the wedding or the funeral, I tell them, it's us. We're all going to be there. If something goes wrong, yeah. we're just going to fix it. And it's gonna, it might become one of the best memories of the day about how goofy it was. Yeah. Uh, something to just revel in and, and delight in. At my wedding, my wife and I mm-hmm. uh, were, were married in Mystic, and we were by the river at uh, Siemens Inn uh, at Mystic Seaport for nice. the reception. And apparently, 100 geese had uh, come oh. to the field and had deposited their... Uh, right. Deposits. Stuff yep. on the grass. And so our, our wedding shoes, our fancy wedding shoes... Oh were covered in goose poop. <laughs> and it was, I wrote about this in my blog uh, a couple weeks ago. It was such a gift. Yeah. The fun that came out of that, the, it's, I know it's gross, but uh, on but, the other hand, just that sense of in the midst of our day of yeah. greatest joy, we had this moment of humility that just said, you know, it's all all right. Yeah. It's all okay. This is going to be a part of our lives for all of our lives. And if we can deal with it today... We can deal with it every day. Yeah. And, and let's not diminish the impact a non-anxious presence has on those who are wrestling with oh, anxiety. Hello. Yeah. So, so if we can go even that step further and work on our own anxiety and then be that non-anxious presence for others. And I know this, so you know, my wife and I, we kind of tag team. There mm-hmm. are times when she's anxious, and so I try to be there for her, be non-anxious presence and help her relax a little and there's times when I'm anxious and she's there for me and helping me relax a little and that's you know you're not going to be able to be non-anxious all the time good point but if you can be that is that can make such a difference for others what a what a gift to your family that you're a part of but also uh your church family yeah uh when when things seem to be going haywire at church if you can be the person that breathes deeply and reminds everyone of all the wonderful things you've done together and all the wonderful things you want to do together. I mean, it's just, yeah. there's, you'll have opportunities at work, yep. at, at Boy Scouts, at clubs, at, at all kinds of places to be that non-anxious presence. And, and that is a real ministry. Yeah. What a, what a wonderful thing to be able to do for others if you can. On the well, other hand, sometimes you're just not going to be there. So Yeah, and, and that's okay. Being, you know, well, I have, uh, Charlie, I have two very short prayers. Oh, wonderful. Uh, that I'm happy to, to offer back to back. One is from uh, John of the Cross, mm-hmm. who uh, uh, is a great mystic thinker and writer. He's born, uh, lived from 1542 to 1591. Oh, John Chrysostom. Okay. Yeah, no, John, no, John of the Cross. John Chrysostom oh, no, no, is jo- much earlier. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I got my dates tangled. Whew. That, that no, that's close. okay. That's all right. It's a common I feel, mistake. I feel less anxious already. It's a very common mistake. <laughs> um, <laughs> the other one is Julian of Norwich, who mm. lived from 1342 and died around 1416. I guess they weren't sure, or maybe the calendars were being changed at that year. I don't know. Oh, maybe. Right. And amazing that we have that record from her in Norwich, Connecticut. Yeah. Julian was from Norwich, Connecticut. The um, rosebud of New England. <laughs> is that really what Norwich describes itself as? Yeah. The or maybe the rose of New England? I, I don't remember. Yeah, they, they had this lovely sign, I remember. I'm going to make, you know what? I'm going to make my house a something of New England. Ooh. The Malone house. The 
I, I've, I've got nothing right now, but for the next epi- episode. The epicenter of non-anxiousness of New England. <laughs> now it now that rolls like off a, the tongue. Boy, yeah, it sounds like it's a, a new age kind of meditation center. How about the Malone house? More Malones per square inch than any other house in New England. I have to think about it. Yeah, nah. Never no, mind. I think I can pull that off. I think okay. uh, <laughs> we'll do better. I'll, I'll do All better. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, well, let's pray. All right, let's pray. God, help us to find that freedom to laugh, um, those places where we are able to sigh and then to listen and to bring you in. We know that there is a lot in the world that's happening that we should be worried about, that we pray about, but in the end, help us to let go, to be still, and to know that you are God. Hmm. God, it's one thing to put on blinders and ignore the world. It's another to take it all in and then just process quietly, breathe deeply, Mm. and live with the challenges, knowing that we'll do the best we can, and when we don't, we'll just seek forgiveness. God, I'm anxious, but help my anxiety. And from John of the Cross, My spirit is dry within me because it forgets to feed on you. And from Julian of Norwich, all will be well, and all will be well, and all manner of things will be well. Amen. Amen. Those are great. Yeah. I I like these. I I heard them described by someone else as arrow prayers. Just these short, these pithy prayers that have so much. I think you found our topic for next time. Arrow Arrow prayers. prayers. Yeah, yeah. because we were talking before we started about a yeah. phenomenon you'd experienced. I think this could dovetail nice. Anyway, right. who knows? We'll see what happens. Yeah. You know what? I'm not worried. I'm not I'm not worried about it now. I'm feeling great. I'm going to go take a nap. <laughs> well, all righty. <laughs> Sounds good to me. All right, Thanks folks, for listening. Please don't forget Ding. to breathe and pray. Absolutely. Bye. Right, bye.